Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello and welcome to episode 815 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Happy NFL Draft Week. There was an insane Reddit uh, post and rumor that actually has moved the odds, believe it or not. So I'm excited to break down with you the latest NFL Draft odds. Remember, our experiment this week, which we've been doing in Really tracking for many years at this point, but really put the cherry on top of that Derek Stingley steam on draft day yesterday is that let's bookmark these odds. Let's see how they're moving. And uh, just 24 hours from starting it on a Monday yesterday into today, I'm seeing some odds movement guys here. So I have a lot of people asking me, you know, what props are you on? I'm trying to be as patient as possible. I'm trying to narrow them down and I'm truly trying to respect that late steam. So uh, I think it's a really good idea to continue to wait here, but I do have some bets for you. I have a quarterback who's on the rise, including a quarterback prop bet that is tied into this quarterback. Uh, and it's maybe not the guy that you're thinking of. Also a pick on your first offensive lineman selected. And then I, I just went on uh, Lombardi line with my two favorite people, Stormy and Pritch. And uh, I threw the over-under three-and-a-half wide receivers at Pritch, and he gave me a lean. So we'll, we'll uh, give you a breakdown on that as well. But a lot to get to today, guys. Uh, I'm going to um, – so first, real quick, a recap from yesterday. Sharp Report and the Morning Bets pod, 2-0. and We got the Rays. We got the Twins. Who loves betting the Rays? Man, they're unbelievable. And the Twinkies, uh, a kind of a fade-the-trendy dog, public Yankees, but line went to Twins. Sonny Gray pitched a gem. But with the morning, Market Insights, 3-3, three and three, minus 0. Uh, 0.90 units. Uh, we did get Minnesota, we got Tampa Bay, we got Arizona. But the one that really hurt was Texas, man. The Texas Rangers. Are you kidding me? I think you had a two-run lead there in the eighth. You bring in your bullpen arms, they completely blow it. They walk like 25 guys. So that was a tough one to stomach. And then, of course, Cleveland losing 6 nothing to Colorado. Colorado is terrible on the road, and yet they blank uh, the Guardians there. So that one was disappointing. Uh, and then also the Rangers. Couldn't get the Rangers in the NHL, which kept us from a winning night on the Market Insights pod. But, of course, pay attention to the Sharp Reports. Pay attention to uh, the Morning Bets pods uh, as well. Uh, but what I am going to do today, guys, is I'm going to go in a little different direction. I'm going to save the second half of the pod 
uh, for NFL Draft Talk because it's really getting interesting seeing this late steam here, and I do have a couple official bets for you. But a long time ago, someone told me, if you have an edge, maximize your edge. So I keep looking at my my breakdowns and my uh, my results, and of course, always recommend this if you're betting on sports. Uh, whether you feel like you're a serious sports better or not, doesn't matter. You have to have an app that tracks all your bets. So if you need a recommendation, you let me know. I'll guide you in the right direction. I love the one that I use. But anyway, you, you place your bet, you go open your app, you you you, uh, you plug in whatever your bet was, then you track all your bets. So I'm tracking all my bets, uh, and I'm saying, wow, we are absolutely smoking. Major League Baseball right now. Uh, just unbelievable. I think we're up, I wanted to double check over the last month. Or I think we're up 16, 17 units. But then I look toward my NBA and NHL, and I'm like, man, I'm like 500. I'm a little bit below 500. And I keep asking myself, you know, why do I keep, you know, why don't I focus more on MLB, which is making me money, and maybe dial back a little bit of my NHL and NBA? Because, you know, it feels like every day we're killing baseball, but then, you know, it's a down night or a wash in NBA or NHL, and we're just giving away some of our hard-earned wins for Major League Baseball. So it got me thinking. I'm looking at the board. Uh, I just fully admit, you know, N- NBA uh, all moves toward favorites tonight. Celtics minus 11 to minus 13. You know, Nuggets minus 9 to minus 10. Suns 11.5 to 12.5. So all favorite movement. Um, but I'll give you a reason why I'm kind of glad. And my whole point being is I'm maximizing my edge on baseball. I probably should have just let off with that. But I have eight bets for you. They're all baseball bets today. I got nothing in the, in the NHL. I got nothing in the NBA. Uh, and again, maximize your edge. If, if, if baseball is the place that's making us money, then stands to reason we should be focusing most of our bankroll on Major League Baseball. So uh, I was actually kind of got me thinking when uh, Stormy asked me, she's like, hey, you know, you gave us NFL draft. You gave us a lot of baseball. Where's your NBA and NHL? And I said, Stormy, you know what? I'd love to have more sweats. But, uh, you know, I'm going where we're going to the place that's making me money with baseball. So I think that's just something to keep an eye out for just in general. Lean on your strengths, you know, work on your weaknesses here. But if one sport in particular is making you a lot of money and the others really aren't, you know, up to pace with that one sport, then, hey, let's focus our, our bankroll on the sport that is making us money. So it's going to be a huge baseball day. If you like baseball, today's pod is for you. But I'll give you another example of why it's so difficult here. Uh, one play in the NBA, which is just unbelievable here. But did anyone did anyone watch stay up late for the Grizzlies Lakers game? Uh, Dylan Brooks, who's the ultimate chump here, you can't talk crap and then and then duck the media afterwards. Uh, but he calls LeBron old, and then obviously you let you light a fire you shouldn't have uh, under the Lakers, and now they're up in the series. So not looking good for my Memphis Grizzlies uh, bet there for the series. But here's why I think it's difficult to bet Lakers. I went on uh, primetime bets last night with uh, Tim Murray and Sean King, and they're like, "Hey, you want some updates here on the?" Uh, the game's in the playoffs tonight, and I said, hey, I'd lean a little bit with Grizzlies. You know, Lakers are a public bet. They got up to minus five. They got down to four and a half, and I'm watching that game, and basically the Grizzlies are in it all second half. I'm like, man, I should have taken Grizzlies plus four and a half. I was too gun-shy. Why didn't I play it? And then, of course, Dylan Brooks, the ultimate chump, what does he do? Uh, The Grizzlies are down four points with less than a second left, and what does the idiot do? He fouls. I think it was Reeves, who, by the way, I knew was uh, this is like, yeah, you, you know he'd be a good player. I remember when Oklahoma Reeves was a good player. I was actually hoping the Celtics would pick him up. But anyway, um, I think it was Oklahoma. But Dylan Brooks, this is why betting on NBA can be extremely frustrating. Dylan Brooks should have let the clock run out. Instead, he fouls Reeves down by four. You're getting plus four and a half. Of course, Reeves makes both free throws. Lakers win by six. They cover the number. So what an agonizing. And if you had a Grizzlies plus four and a half bet last night, which is where I would have gone, uh, but I almost saved myself from myself there. 
with that insane uh, bad beat, of course, thanks to Dylan Brooks. If you're a Lakers fan, you're like, thank you, Dylan Brooks. You lit a fire under our under our uh, seat, and uh, you gave us a cover there with the big public play. But that just goes to show you, it's kind of volatile there in the NBA. Uh, so that's why I'm not really touching NBA. And then NHL, kind of frustrating too, because I had that great system, you know, favored off a loss or, uh, you know, bounce back system. And uh, I was leaning maybe a little bit Seattle. I didn't play it. Seattle wins. What do I do? I take Rangers and they lose. So to me, when like hockey's, you know, 50-50, when NBA isn't really making the, you know, kind of the gains you want, but MLB's cashing a lot of tickets, then let's just go to MLB and focus our bankroll on MLB. So anyway, guys, it's a baseball pod today. Second half, we'll talk a little NFL draft, uh, but I got eight bets for you. This is a big one here. It's going to be a big one. Uh, so I'm excited to break it all down with you today on a big Tuesday. Uh, but a reminder, real quick housekeeping, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Uh, all you got to do is plug in your email, hit submit, and then boom, you'll be on our email list uh, moving forward. And you'll wake up every day to the VEASAN daily newsletter, letting you know what's going on in the sports betting market. Uh, big games that day, the breakdowns, uh, some of our analyst best bets. But then, of course, in particular, what's going on at VEASAN. So we let off today's newsletter uh, with... Uh, a page that I'm really glad that we updated here, Steve Mackinnon's bullpen ratings, which has been fantastic. He's doing a great job. He's up, uh, I think, like a 10% ROI just with the bullpen ratings here. So another resource if you're betting MLB on a daily basis. Uh, but then also Aaron Rodgers, kind of the thing we knew would happen. It finally did. Gets traded to the Jets. Uh, Matty Humans has another mock draft out, uh, as well as uh, beating the book. So Gil Alexander's got his big uh, podcast there for the NFL draft. And we do have uh, Sean King with Stormy and Michael Lombardi. Uh, t- looking at their, uh, I think their top 10 picks there. So a lot of draft coverage, a lot of baseball coverage, promos for legal sports books, all the articles listed there. You'll have my, uh, this is my, my sharp report, which is now called the betting splits and MLB sharp money picks for whatever that day is. So for Tuesday, April 25th, uh, all included as well as links to our podcast when you sign up for the newsletter for free. So you better sign up VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN all access member. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, boom. Hit submit. Sign up. Only $9.99 for your first full month of service. With that $10, bucks, you are going to get every best bet sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and hosts at VEASAN. You'll get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. You get the, all, all the articles beyond the paywall and those great DraftKings percentages. So give it a shot. Uh, pro membership. I really have some great uh, great content there to help you make smart bets. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. And I'll be honest with you guys, there's a baseball bet we're going to get to in a minute where there's a scratch starting pitcher. And there's big steam once that new pitcher was announced. So that's really the key with, with Twitter, breaking news, breaking injuries, uh, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message other bettors that you respect. Maybe you have a little insight, a little nugget that helps someone else you don't know may win a bet. Maybe a week later, they have something to help you win a bet. So, again, we're all on the same side. We're not here to crush the books. We're we're on the side of the books as contrarians. When the books do well, we do well. And more often than not, the books do well. Uh, house always wins. That's a really big part of being contrarian. But anyway, get on Twitter. Follow at Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vcin.com. So, with that being said, let's talk some Major League Baseball. I have eight, count them, eight. Major League Baseball bets for you. The Ocho. Uh, so strap up, strap in. We're getting after it right now. First play on the board. I'm going with the Baltimore Orioles, baby. Orioles are at home against my Boston Red Sox. But I think one thing is a better is you don't want to bet your team just because they're your team. I learned that a long time ago when I first started betting on sports. It's like 
Give me the Sox. Give me the Bees. Give me the Celtics. Give me the Patriots. Doesn't matter what the number is. I want to bet them because I want them to win and I want to make money watching my team win. But I learned very quickly that's a terrible thing to do. You only bet, uh, basically cover up the names of the teams and you bet where the sharp action is going. It could be for your team or against, but you never want to let your bias get in the way. So anyway, I like Baltimore in this spot. At home, it's a 6.35 p.m. Eastern time game. This is Kyle Bradish, who's 1-0 with an ERA of 0.00, facing Corey Kluber, who's really struggled. Signed him as a free agent, $10 million, uh, and has been very disappointing. 0-4 with an 8.50 ERA. So what I like about this one uh, is this theme move toward Baltimore. Baltimore opened as low as a minus-140 home favorite. We've seen the O's get steamed up all the way to minus-160. I think some shops here, even inching higher, I see like a minus-170 out there. So a lot of steam moves, or a lot of steam here hitting Baltimore. Uh, if you look at favorites, keep mentioning this just because I think a lot of people are like, why do you bet so much chalk? Well, <laughs> you know, the, the scoreboard, that's why I bet chalk uh, in baseball. Typically, I don't do it in other sports, but I want to go with. And you got to really just jive with the punches here. Move with the, what? what I don't even know what the phrase there, but roll with the punches is what I mean to say. So since COVID, favorites are rolling in baseball. So I want to be with the edge that is really producing a, a good ROI. So anyway, favorites this year are 213 and one night, one, uh, Sorry, 213 and 129, 62%, 2% ROI. You're actually winning in just overall betting favorites, which is really something you shouldn't do overall in, in, in other sports, but it just proves how good favorites have been in baseball. Favorites with Steam, 10 cents or more. They're 83 and 48, 63% with a 3% ROI. And then favorites who missed the postseason last year, where you missed the playoffs, public says, I can't lay a minus number with you. You're not very good. But buying low in that spot, 87 and 49, 64% this year with a 7% ROI. Uh, also, Baltimore uh, and the Red Sox both hitting 250, but the difference really comes here uh, on the mound. ERA of 4.12 for Baltimore versus 5.12 for the Red Sox. Baltimore has a pretty good bet split as well. They're only getting 60% of bets, not a hugely public play, but they're taking in 80% of the money. So that's a really good plus 20% smart money discrepancy, telling me the bigger wagers here are on the O's. Uh, Baltimore is nine and one as a favorite this year. They're eight and four against righties, and they're eight and three at home. Meanwhile, my Sox are five and seven as a as a dog. They're six and eight against righties, and they're five and six on the road. So this spot, Baltimore has been a winner. This spot, the Red Sox have been a loser. And by the way, I can tell you this just as a Red Sox fan: for whatever reason, the Red Sox do not play well in the division over the last few years. Uh, they're two and six against divisional opponents this year, and since the start of last year, they're twenty-eight and fifty-six against divisional opponents only a 33% win rate. So they're only winning one out of three divisional games here. Uh, so I like this team toward the O's. I'm going O's tonight at Camden Yards. Give me the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, got the Orioles at minus 160. Shop around. I do see some minus 170s out there, but give me the O's minus 160. Next bet here. If it ain't broke, we ain't fixing it. Uh, give me the Tampa Bay Rays, baby. Uh, by the way, did anyone see where that game closed yesterday with Tampa Bay? Got Tampa Bay, I want to say, what were they, like minus 150? I think they closed like minus 190, minus 200. Talk about beating the closing line in that one. But, again, it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm going back to the well here with the uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays. That's right, going back to uh, the trop here, sweating the Rays. And, again, I think a lot of people might just say, hey, bet the Rays because they're 20-3, and three, best team in baseball. Uh, but I'm not here to, you know, like just be a, be a, sm a wise guy I don't mean a wise guy like a like a sharp, like a wise guy like kind of a, a jerk, and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to bet against Tampa because they're due for a loss. Well, you don't bet on something that being due. But if you give me Tampa, you know, who continues to get a lot of steam and a lot of system matches, then I'm going to continue to play them. I uh, got a good number on this one. I got Tampa Bay uh, this morning 
I got them at minus 180. I'm now seeing them up to, I want to say as high, or no, sorry, I got a minus 165 this morning. Uh, yeah, because I was like, I got a better number than that. But yeah, minus 165 morning bets uh, with the, uh, of course, the Sharp Report as well. But now they're up to minus 180. So continued steam in favor of Tampa Bay here. Uh, Luis Garcia's on the bump for Houston, 1-2 with a 5.14 ERA. Drew Rasmussen is 3-1 with a 2.01 ERA. Uh, but aside from the big steam on Tampa, again, public's probably saying, hey, just ride the Rays because they got a great record, where pros are saying, hey, you open minus 145, that's a good number there. Maybe they had closer to a minus 180 and hit it immediately as soon as the line dropped. But anyway, a lot of matches with Tampa Bay here. Uh, if you look at these non-division favorites off a win, 65% this season, 5% ROI. Non-division steam, 10 cents or more, 66% with a 6% ROI. We also have some good correlative betting value. Uh, we've actually seen this total dip at some books, open at 8, down to 7.5 uh, at some books across the market. Um, and we do have uh, a really, really good correlative betting toward the uh, toward Tampa Bay here because the line's going to the favorite Tampa, minus 145 to minus 180, and the line is dipping with the total, 8 down to 7.5. So fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely they're going to come from, quote-unquote, the better team, uh, which would be Tampa in this spot. So, again, you want a favorite, you want a low total, 8 or less. You want a dog, you want a high total, uh, 9 or more. But good correlative betting for Tampa. Also, the better bats hitting 287 versus 252. Better team ERA, 2.72 versus 3.44. And Tampa in this spot, they've been pretty damn good. They're 20-2 as a favorite. They're 14-2 against righties, and they're 14-0 at home. Let's make it 15-0 at home. I'm riding the Rays once again, guys. I got minus 165 this morning. Uh, if you missed that, you're not looking at uh, minus 180. Uh, next bet for me. Uh, this team let me down last night, completely collapsed. Uh, and really uh, kind of kept us from a winning night on the Market Insights pod. Uh, but I'm going back to the well, seeing if they can give us a, a bounce-back spot, some revenge here. I'm going with the Texas Rangers, baby. Give me the Rangers. I uh, got the Rangers here uh, on the road, uh, laying a little bit of a minus number here. Uh, but a couple things going on with this one. Number one, uh, we have Martin Perez on the bump for Cincinnati. Uh, we've actually seen uh, Martin Perez do pretty well this year. Remember when he was with the Red Sox? Actually, a pretty good pitcher there. 3-1 with a 3.37 ERA. He's facing Luke Weaver, who's 0-1 with an ERA of 6 in this one. Uh, we have seen some movement toward Texas. Texas opened as low as a minus-120 road favorite. They've been steamed up here to around, at one point, like minus-140. They've come back a little bit. I don't love seeing this. It's come back with Cincinnati. They're back down to around minus-135. Uh, but I'll take Texas here at minus-135. Uh, getting seven, a little bit more than 80% of bets in dollars. Don't love that they're super public, but tells me respect and money is in their favor. And we do have a lot of system matches on Texas. Uh, biggest one here would be non-division road favorite. It's our number one system in baseball, 62 and 26, 70% this year, a 20% ROI. Uh, we also have interleague favorites, lack of familiarity, benefiting the betting, the better team, 55 and 34, 62% this year. Favorite who missed the postseason, 64% with a 7% ROI. So all matching here uh, with Texas in this spot. Uh, a little bit of, again, steam in their favor. Uh, and then also, uh, another thing I like about um, the Rangers in this one, uh, if you look at some of these uh, some of these different kind of matchup edges, they really do point to Texas in this situation. So uh, number one, the Rangers uh, have the better hitting, 264 versus 232. They have better, better pitching. 3.46 ERA versus 5.06. Uh, the Rangers are 9-5 as a favorite, and they're 11-5 against righties. So they're a favorite. They're a righty here, facing a righty again. And also run differential. Quick snapshot, how good or bad are you? Rangers are plus 59 in run differential, 
The Reds are minus one, minus 21. So after their bullpen blows it last night, I'm hoping for uh, some revenge here. Give me the Texas Rangers. I got the Rangers at minus 135. Next bet for me. I mentioned this a second ago, the power of Twitter, why Twitter is so important. Uh, I'm looking at all the games today. I'm saying, wow, I see a lot of value here. And then I'm looking at a game that I kind of glossed over, didn't see much, and I see a pitching change. I'm like, okay. So one thing I do like to look at is once a pitching change takes place, where is the immediate move with the new with the new pitcher uh, announced here? So what I'm talking about is Seattle and Philly. Uh, this was a game that was supposed to be Brady Falter, or Bailey Falter for Philly, uh, who on the year is 0-3 with a 4.50 ERA, and was supposed to be Logan Gilbert, stud young righty there for Seattle on the bump. But Gilbert got scratched, and I saw this line shoot up toward Philadelphia. It's now going to be Marco Gonzalez, who's 1-0 with a 3.78 ERA lefty here. But when Gilbert was the... Uh, expected to be the starter it was like minus 115 seattle now it's completely flipped to minus 120 minus 125 for philadelphia so as soon as it was announced gilbert's out and gonzalez is in huge adjustment there toward the philadelphia phillies here so i love this system uh kind of the you know new pitcher where does the line go i know it's kind of wonky you got to come up with a better name than that but anyway uh you would match a favorite with steam 10 cents or more 63 percent this year non-division favorite off a win 65 percent uh, we did see yesterday uh, I think it was, or is this the first game of a new series? Sorry, this is the first game of a new series. Anyway, uh, but interleague faves, 62% this year. Uh, and then here's a system I do like. Both had the day off, take the favorite. Very, very simple. But both had the day off, take the favorite. Uh, the extra time there disproportionately benefits, quote-unquote, the better team. So both had the day off, take the fave. That is 24-9 this year, 73% with a 18% ROI. And since the start of last year, both had the day off, take the favorite. It's 154 and 74, 68% with a 10% ROI. So that would match uh, with Philadelphia in this spot. Uh, better bats for Philly, hitting 276 versus 226. Fresher bullpen over the last three games. The Philly bullpen has pitched 9.2 innings versus 12 for Seattle. And also kind of like the good sharp dog to fave steam move because uh, this is right down the middle. Public's down the middle, 50-50. 50-50, they don't know where to go. Yet, with the pitching adjustment and the line move to Philly, looks like dog to fave sharp money on the Phillies here. So shop around. I got the Phillies at minus 125. Keep on cruising. That's four down. We got four more to go. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on the Chicago Cubbies, baby. Let's do it for Harry Carey. If the moon was made of, uh, what is it, spare ribs or blue cheese, would you eat it? Uh, one of the great SNL skits of all time. But anyway, I'm going Cubbies here. Uh, Cubbies are at home against San Diego. Another really sharp dog-to-fave line move toward the Cubs. Uh, Cubs opened as a little bit of a dog. They're like plus 105 dog or even money. Now the Cubs are minus 115, minus 120. So a lot of movement toward the Cubbies here. Uh, they would match a lot of systems. Uh, number one would be favorites with steam. Non-division favorites with steam, 66%. Both had the day off, take the favorite. Our 73%, 24-9 system this year. Again, 68% since the start of last year. Favored to miss the postseason, 64%, 7% ROI. So a lot of matches with the Cubbies. What I really like about the Cubs, aside from the line move, um, is the pitching matchup. Blake Snell is on the bump for San Diego. He is 0-3 with an ERA of 6. He's facing Steele, who's been great. 3-0 with a 1.44 ERA. But what I really like, aside from just Steele has been better than Snell this year, is a little system. I know we have our fade Corbin, um, but we have another system here. Maybe we should make, get this going, but just keep it between us. Fade Blake Snell on the road. Blake Snell on the road. 10 and 17 uh, with the uh, with the Pittsburgh, or sorry, with the uh, Padres here. So it's kind of been, and if you look at his ERA, it's way higher on the road than it is at home. 
So I want to bet against Snell on the road here. Also, the Cubbies, they're hitting 280 versus just 216 for San Diego. So big advantage at the plate. Better team ERA, 3.67 versus 4.34. It's also kind of a buy low, sell high. San Diego's won four of their last five. Cubs have dropped three of their last four. So the hot hand would be San Diego, yet this line is flipping toward the Cubbies. Tells me Cubbies are taking in. A lot of respect to money here. By the way, the Cubs are 7-2 and two as a favorite. They're 5-2 and two against left-handed pitchers this year. So I'm going Cubbies. Shop around. I got the Cubs at minus 117. Uh, next one for you. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well with the Minnesota Twinkies. Let's go Twins, baby. I'm on the Twins once again. They came up huge for us last night. Uh, we have another reverse line move here tonight uh, where the Minnesota Twins are taking in uh, actually just uh, across the market. I think they're only getting, let me just double check this one. Um, yeah, they're only getting 35% of bets. Public is all over the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees lost yesterday, but they got to bounce back and win. They do, man. They're the pinstripes. They got to win tonight. But nope. You go to the roulette wheel. It lands on red five in a row. Uh, you might say, hey, it's got to be black the next turn. No, it could be red again. Uh, so whole point being Minnesota, a lot of sharp money reverse line movement in their favor. This game opened. Um, it's actually Cortez on the bump for the Yankees, uh, who is 3-0 with a 3.09 ERA, facing uh, Joe Ryan, who I've watched. He pitched a good game against my Red Sox. 4-0 uh, with a 3.24 ERA. But this game opened Minnesota, very short, minus 115 home favorite. Now the Twinkies are minus 125. So why is the line going 10 cents in, in the direction of Minnesota if the Yankees are the public play? If public's on the Yankees, then why are the oddsmakers moving the number to give out even more plus money to these you know, casual bettors at the bar tonight. Uh, if it looks too good to be true, it typically is. So big, sharp reverse line move toward Minnesota here. They would match non-division favorite with steam, 10 cents or more, 66%. Non-division fave off a win, 65%. Fave who missed the postseason, 64%. Uh, favorite low total, good correlative betting. A lot of under money came in here. It was 7.5 all the way down to 6.5. Um, to me, if you miss a full run, it's hard to bet the under at this point. Uh, but that is a good thing. Fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely they're going to come from the better team with Minnesota in this spot. Minnesota's also 11-4 as a favorite. Yankees 0-3 as a dog. So it's kind of a gambler's fallacy play. Yankees got to come back and win. They're the Yankees. But no, smart money's going Minnesota here. Uh, and the, the fallacy would be just thinking the Yankees are due and have to win. Nope, there's no such thing as due or have to win. Uh, you take every game individually on its own merit. So smart money Minnesota, despite public Yankees. I'm on the Twinkies here. I got Minnesota at minus 125. Now two more bets for you. Who's having fun? Who loves betting Major League Baseball? Uh, next one. I'm going back to the well with the Snakes, baby. Let's go Arizona. Uh, had Got a little sweaty yesterday. We were able to eke out the win with Arizona last night. And I'm going back to the well with Arizona tonight. Uh, this is a 9.40 p.m. Eastern time game. You have Brady Singer on the bump for Kansas City, who is 1-2 with an 8.14 ERA facing Nelson, uh, who's 1-0 with a 4.91 ERA. What have we seen here? Steam toward the Snakes. Snakes opened around a minus 130 home favorite. We've now seen the Snakes up to minus 140, even minus 145 across the market. So good steam in favor of Arizona. They would match interleague favorites. Lack of familiarity benefiting the better team, 62% this season. Fave who missed the postseason, 64%. Non-division fave off a win, 65%. Uh, better bats here for Arizona. They're hitting 261 versus 214 for uh, Kansas City. Better team ERA, 4.80 versus 5.51. Then also, uh, in the spot, Kansas City's been a loser. They're 5-17 as a dog. They're 3-13 against righties, and they're 4-6 on the road. So what are they tonight? They're a dog on the road against a righty. Meanwhile, Arizona has been a winner in this spot. They're 7-5 at home. 
They're three and zero as a favorite, and they are ten and six against right-handed pitching. Uh, so that's all you know. Winning angle there for Arizona. Also, run differential. Arizona's minus three, so you're technically a, a, a kind of a negative here. Uh, but you have uh, Kansas City minus fifty-two. That's the second worst run differential in all of baseball, only behind Oakland, who's pretty going to be pretty soon going to be the uh, the Vegas A's there. Uh, but I'm going back to the well. Good steam, Arizona. We have an interleague fave line move. Uh, we have the better uh, better bats, better pitching, and the better uh, home road splits, dog favorite splits, righty lefty splits. So uh, give me the snakes. Late night here. I got the snakes at minus 140. Uh, keep on cruising. Last one of the night. Uh, I've been tracking this game, and it's becoming a dog to fave line move. So I'm going to take a shot with the final game tonight, the San Francisco G-Men. Give me the G-Men. G-Men at home against St. Louis. Uh, G-Men had a big win yesterday. Uh, they won uh, 4-0 over St. Louis. Actually had Cobb, I think, pitch a, a, a complete game, which you never see anymore. But anyway, this game opened as a very short favorite, St. Louis, minus 115. And now it's flipped to San Francisco, minus 110, minus 115. So a dog-to-fave line move in favor of San Francisco. It's also a pretty good reverse line move because slight majority bets are on St. Louis, 55%. Yet the line is flipping towards San Fran. Uh, so it's going to be Woodward or Woodford on the bump for St. Louis, one and two with an ERA of 6.05, uh, facing a opener, probably a bullpen game here with Brebia, who's one and zero with a 5.63 ERA. Uh, but a majority of bets here on St. Louis. Yet line going to San Fran tells me sharp money is on San Fran. They would match our non-division favorite with Steam, 66%. Non-division fave off a win, 65%. Fave who missed the postseason, 64%. All with San Francisco here. Uh, San Fran has won three straight, so playing some pretty good baseball. And this is a fade spot for me for St. Louis. I do have St. Louis to win their division. I expect them to heat up when you know the summer months heat up. But they've kind of been a really you know really off to a struggle here so far to start the season. They're just one and six as a dog, six and thirteen against righties, and four and six on the road. So tonight they're on the road as a dog facing a uh, righty here. So I want to bet against San Fran. I'm going to go with this dog to fave line move with the G-men. Shop around. I got the G-men. I got him at minus 112. So there you have it. We just ran through eight bets in Major League Baseball. Uh, for those playing at home, one unit, always bet Tris first bet to win, one unit per play, trying to grind out a profit tonight. So I'm on Baltimore, minus 160. Tampa Bay, minus 180. Hope you got the minus 165 on the morning bets pod. Texas, minus 135. Philly, minus 125. Cubbies, minus 117. Minnesota, minus 125. Arizona, minus 140. And San Francisco, Minus one twelve. Can we win five or more tonight? Uh, that is the goal. But excited to do, excited and nervous. And it's, it's always when you have a big card, you get a little nervous. But I had a uh, my high school baseball coach who I absolutely loved, Coach Messina. He always said this. He would say, uh, "Is anyone nervous? You know, before a big game, and you know, we'd all be really nervous. Me and all my teammates, we wouldn't want to say it. Uh, but he would say, if you're nervous, that's a good thing. It means that you care. It means that it means something to you." So anytime you're nervous before a big slate, tells you that you care, that you care, that you're excited. Uh, being nervous is sometimes I think a good thing. So I'm excited. Cautious nervousness. Let's have a big night in MLB. Again, a big eight spot, the Ocho, uh, with all our plays here tonight. Uh, but we're gonna take a very very short break. I went way over. I'm supposed to cut the pod at the uh, you know the, the commercial there in the middle around 15 minutes. I think we're like 30 minutes in, uh, but I think it was worth it because once you get rolling, breaking down baseball games, it's hard to stop. But anyway, we're gonna take a short break. When we get back, I'm going to give you some updates in the NFL draft. A very interesting post on Reddit has moved the numbers. Uh, and then, of course, we have some uh, risers and fallers I'm going to share with you, including a closer look at offensive linemen and wide receivers. 
uh, as well as a big quarterback move here. Not the one you're thinking of, though. When we return, talking NFL draft steam. Uh, just a couple days away from the draft at this point. This is when the steam really starts to roll in. We'll talk NFL draft uh, betting here. When we return on episode 815 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. With me, your buddy, your your, uh, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena. Approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle. Your friend, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury. With a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, bro. <laughs> NFL Draft Week is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 815 of the VEASAN Market Insights pod. We spent quite a bit of the first half talking baseball because you know what? Someone told me a long time ago, I mentioned this at the outset, but if you have an edge, maximize your edge. So our edge right now is MLB. We're trying to maximize our MLB edge. So eight bets for you, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, Texas, Philadelphia, the Cubbies, Minnesota Twinkies, Arizona Snakes, and San Fran. That's what I'm sweating in Major League Baseball tonight. But now let's go over to the NFL draft because a lot is going on here. It's getting kind of interesting here with the NFL draft. So I want to start off with 
uh, kind of some crazy movement overall. So the one that really jumped out to me uh, overall is number one pick. And also this Reddit post, which is just kind of shocking to me. Um, it just kind of goes to show you the power uh, of the internet and how things can change just based on, you know, insights and little, little nuggets and people saying things. So what I'm referring to, if you missed this, is the chaos caused by a Reddit post about Will Levis. So Adam Burke really dug deep into this one, uh, busted out his old Reddit account. But anyway, uh, last night, someone on Reddit posted this. Will Levis is currently plus 4,000 to be the first overall pick. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's telling friends and family Carolina will, in fact, take him on Thursday. You're welcome. So, again, someone is saying on Reddit that, you know, Levis is going to get taken one overall. Uh, obviously, you know, we'll see how this, uh, you know, whether or not it comes true. But whole point being, based on this Reddit post, we've seen movement in the market. Uh, will Levis went from plus 4,000 uh, to now plus 475 to the first overall pick. And Bryce Young yesterday was as high as minus 2,000. Now he's down to minus 1,000. So maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. Uh, obviously, if you got a plus 4,000 and the guy's now 475, you're feeling pretty good about that. Uh, but the odds did adjust based on that Reddit post. So you're getting some Levis steam across the market. So we'll see whether or not this is BS. But uh, that was kind of the most fascinating thing I've seen over the last 24 hours. Uh, however, a couple more that I wanted to throw at you. The biggest and most interesting one to me is Hendon Hooker. So I actually have a bet for you guys. Uh, I'm going to bet Hendon Hooker in two different ways. So Hendon Hooker, obviously, star quarterback from Tennessee. He's a little bit older. He's 25, and he tore his ACL. So there's a reason why, you know, maybe he could go second round or later. But also, quarterback is such a premium position. And if you can get a good QB second half of the first round, that's a worthwhile, you know, flyer here on a really dynamic uh, quarterback. So uh, a couple things to look at. Number one, you guys know me. I'm looking at every single odd pretty much all the odds from all the books and looking at the line movement. So two things I noticed with Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker's over-under draft position is 31 and a half. Uh, now, yesterday, the 31 and a half under, which means he has to go one through 30, it's basically a first-round pick, uh, it was minus 165 to the under. Now it's minus 200 to the under. So what does that mean? It means that we're getting some Hooker steam to go in the first round. Now you can play that off of another prop here, which is the over-under quarterbacks in the first round. Uh, it was four and a half. At one point, it, the under was juiced. It looked like the under was going to be kind of a sharp bet. But the Hendon Hooker steam has now played one prop bet off of another. Uh, and that's something I like to look at, like getting confirmation. Like if you got to think through it. If, if Hooker is going to be a first-round pick, then boom, that's going to affect you know the over-under on quarterbacks selected in the first round. So anyway, as the under 31 and a half for Hooker gets juiced up, so is the over for the four and a half quarterbacks in the first round. Four and a half QBs over, so you need five or more. It went from over minus 165 to minus 200. Same juice uh, change there as Hendon Hooker. So uh, if you look at, you know, who those five QBs are going to be, if you need to cash the over four and a half, it's Young, Stroud, Levis, Richardson, and then boom, the fifth one would be Hendon Hooker. So uh, to me, my suggestion would be, you know, shop around. I'm giving you all these odds from DraftKings, uh, but shop around. Different books have different numbers, and either I'm going to bet both of these or I'm going to just go find the book that gives me the best number. So Official bet for me would be Hooker under 31.5 at minus 200, over 4.5 QBs uh, at uh, minus 200 as well. But look at and see if your book has a better number. Like maybe you have Hooker under 31.5 at minus 150, or maybe you have over 4.5 quarterbacks at minus 170. If you can just save any juice and get the best number, those are my two prop bets there that I'm taking. Again, I'm, I'm banking on Hooker to be a first-round pick, and then that will cash the over 
four and a half there. So Hendon Hooker, big steam in this direction. Uh, the other one that caught my eye, uh, I'm taking a shot on Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson as your um, first offensive lineman selected. Um, and also you can look at his over-under. So again, playing these different prop bets off each other. So Paris Johnson, who uh, is the big uh, tackle there from Ohio State, his over-under draft position is nine and a half. Uh, and the under went from minus 145 to minus 270 over the last 24 hours. So that's telling you he's projected to go top 10. Uh, first offensive lineman selected, Paris Johnson went from minus 150 to minus 200. So my angle here would be I'm going to bet on the first offensive lineman selected at minus 200 just because the price is better than Johnson under 9.5, which is minus 270. So I'm saving you know 70 cents of juice there. Uh, but that's my angle. Good steam on Paris Johnson. First offensive lineman selected, minus 200. Uh, that is my play. And then lastly, you know I got to fit in uh, for my guy Pritch, a little wide receiver talk. Now Jackson Smith and Jigma, uh, he went from minus 330 to minus 400 yesterday, last 24 hours, to be the first wide receiver selected. So you're kind of getting out of the range of value anymore. Again, you know I, I know we cashed, who was it? Uh, I want to say Julio Rodriguez, rookie of the year last year at minus 400. He closed like minus 5,000. But anyway, getting out of getting out of uh, out of hand here a little bit. But uh, what it got me thinking about, uh, it, and again, if you have a book that's closer to minus three hundred, boom. You know, again, every time I'm telling you these odds, guys, go look at your book. You might have a better number than what I'm mentioning. But anyway, over under wide receivers. Um, I threw this at Pritch because this is really fascinating. This is three and a half, but the over under, uh, or the juice on both sides is minus one fifteen. So there's no like lean one way or the other. Um, which tells me at minus 115 odds, this can be a pretty good payout. Uh, you're almost getting a full unit back that you risk. But anyway, Smith and Jigba, his over-under is 12 and a half, uh, over minus 300, so projected like 13, 14, 15. Maybe my Patriots will take a shot. Uh, but he's going to be a first-round pick, and you're reading a lot about how a lot of these evaluators are saying they only have you know a first-round grade on one wide receiver. So Smith and Jigba, uh, Zay Flowers from BC, he's 22 and a half over minus 165. I couldn't find Jordan Addison, uh, and DraftKings didn't have an over-under position for him. But the other one I saw was Quinton Johnston, who, remember, at one point was the favorite to be the first wide receiver. He was 26.5 over minus 175. So Smith and Jigba, you're going to get. But then are you going to get Flowers, Addison, and Johnston? You know, you're going to need all three of those guys plus and Jigba to take the over. So what I'm leaning on is the under 3.5. My guy Mike Pritchard, I threw this at him, and he said, you know what? I'm leaning under 3.5. I really don't see... A lot of first-round grades here. Smith and Jigba is one of them, but then of Flowers, Addison, Johnson, even if you get two of those guys drafted, you're still only up to three, and then you, you cash based on the hook there with the under three and a half. So this will be another experiment test case. Three and a half, pay attention to the juice. We want that three and a half under to go from minus 115 to minus 120 to minus 130 to minus 140. We want the juice to rise on the under three and a half to give us some confirmation and more confidence that that under is a sharp bet. So I'm leaning pretty hard under three and a half there. Uh, and I think that will be a, a Pritch special if that's able to come through. So anyway, Hooker steam, Paris Johnson steam, and under wide receivers. Kind of a projection there at a really good payout. Uh, don't worry. We'll continue to update these numbers. You know, just they're moving literally constantly, even from this morning to now. I'm even looking at some that are uh, moving right in front of me. Uh, so we will have a full breakdown. I'll give you my full card uh, as we kind of continue to tack on plays here and there, getting closer and closer to the NFL draft. Well, that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast uh, episode. Uh, what are we at? 8.15 now across the board. Uh, so excited to uh, get back in the arena with you guys tonight. 
Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, the Morning Bets pod, the sharp reports that I write, uh, if the style of betting has appealed to you and kind of shown you a different way to bet, is it the only way to bet? Of course not. But this is the way that I like to bet, that I'm comfortable with, that I know works, that I know you can grind with and be a successful sports better with. So if going contrarian has helped you, looking at percentages, line movement, uh, betting systems, uh, looking at you know low bets, higher dollars, looking at uh, system matches, looking at um, different splits, looking at uh, flat betting instead of parlaying everything, being disciplined with your bankroll management, are you beating more closing lines? Are you looking at dog-to-fave line moves? Are you fading trendy dogs? All the things that we harp on all the time. If it's helped you at all in your sports betting journey to become a sharper better uh, and hopefully cash some tickets, then there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick book copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. Uh, uh, How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. How to set up a bankroll management plan. All chapters in all the major sports. All included when you get my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So buy a copy for, uh, for that friend of yours. That person in a newly legalized state or that friend that Always parlays every favorite, every home team. And say, hey, go to the bankroll management chapter. Introduce them to some flat betting. Uh, but anyway, guys, if you want to pick one up, it would mean a lot to me if you already have. Seriously, thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate it. But with that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at Plain Ridge Park Casino in Massachusetts, the Encore in Boston, MGM Springfield, out in New York, breaking hail records every month in the Empire State, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or of course Stadium Swim. So when Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa with your feet in the pool, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me some MLB tickets. Show me a Tampa Bay Rays ticket, beating some huge closing line value there. Minnesota Twinkies getting it done. Arizona Snakes getting it done. Whatever you do, don't show me that Texas Rangers ticket. What a pathetic collapse by the Rangers last night. But anyway, guys, I wish you the best of luck. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not, but we are playing a long game. And if we can find that sweet spot, games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Big day in MLB. Let's see if we can turn a profit here. Uh, Wish you the best of luck. I'll see you guys back again uh, for tomorrow. Do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great night, everyone. Good luck. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 